You're listening to Riverview Church Conversations, a podcast for the spiritually curious. Well, hello. Welcome back to the Riverview Church Conversations podcast. G'day, Reese. Hello, Ryan. How's it going? Yeah, it's just fine. It's going just fine. Just fine? Yeah. That's is that like adequate or where are we at? <laughs> Fair to middling. Nah, seven out of ten. I reckon. Oh, that's good. That's seven out of well ten. Well above adequate. Just fine. <laughs> Not oh, it's just fine. God, that's good. And you? Good to hear. Yeah, no, doing doing well. I uh, I've recently been studying sometimes on a Thursday morning, and I am my brain is yeah. You tell the listeners what you're studying. <laughs> Uh, I've been doing New Testament Greek, wow. which which has been fun um, up until this point. Where we <laughs> in inverted commas, yeah, fun, fun. Well, okay, so you know when you're learning a language, you start with the simple words, things like nouns, a chair, table. But then when you get to Ue other, oh man, so we're 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 deep into verbs now, and my oh. brain. For every new thing I learn, something else falls out. Can you can you give us a, a demonstration of New uh, Testament no. Greek? No, no, I'm not going to do that. To <laughs> Ryan, which is my name is Ryan. Thank you, everybody. Oh, well, there you go. Wow. Well Although, done. Thank you. Yeah, okay. No, I won't go in. <laughs> Reese, conversation. Speaking of education, we're talking today a little bit about um, what, it, what it means to be young and all things associated with education. Uh, you know, being a teenager, growing up, and the process that comes along with that. I thought I'd ask you to kick us off. Uh, when you were a little nug, <laughs> yes. what did you want to be when you were older? Oh, many things. Uh, I'm not sure if I have I said on the podcast that I wanted to be a doctor at some point, but then I didn't attend school enough to get the grades to get <laughs> yeah, in. I, I actually don't, I can't recall if I we'd feel asked like this question I, I feel like I lament that every day of my life. Uh, but I'm not actually sure I'd be a great doctor because. I like I like to see things from a bird's eye view. I don't like to kind of get down in the weeds too much. And as a doctor, I imagine you'd have to do a fair you'd be amount of very in the weeds. Yes, maybe you have to put a maybe glove in a, on to get through yeah, the weeds. Maybe in a, a, a triage situation would be ah, good for me because okay. it's just like you know, patch them up and send them on. Mm. Uh, I also wanted to be uh, like a Formula One driver and, oh. a, and a BMX racer and all of those things, all of those fun things. But wow. but when I was a teenager, I pretty much like that was when I. I first strapped on a bass guitar and the rest is history. Rockstar. Well, <laughs> yes, pretty much. I d- it's not that I wanted to uh, be the rock star. I just wanted to rock out. Yeah, okay. So it's, okay. it's p- picture, if anyone's seen the movie Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, that's kind of a, that's you. Kind of a blueprint for what I wanted to be. There you go. There you <laughs> and you, Ryan, well, journalist. No, Pastor I remember a teacher, a teacher came up to me once and said, what do you Influencer? want to be when you're older? And I said, happy. And they said, you don't understand the question. And I said, you don't understand life. Oh. No, that's, that's, and they're that's like, a, up, go see the dean. <laughs> no, that's reportedly John um, Lennon, I believe. Oh, <laughs> wow, yeah, anyway, classic. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't want to be happy when I was younger. Well, not, not happy, but I remember growing up, this is really random. I wanted to be a zoologist and oh. I wanted to have a blue... Subaru WRX and moved to South Africa so I could hang out with animals. But the weird thing is now that I've grown up, I'm really, I don't really have too much concern for animals. Like I'm not a pet guy. Oh, wow. I'm like, no. Did, did you did you form the idea of being a zoologist after watching Jumanji? 
There's probably a Dr. Doolittle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like being similar. a zoologist, you have to like glove up to your elbow and fish about in all sorts yeah, of- Same with the doctor though, Race. Excrement, so. yeah. <laughs> Maybe as you grow up, you realize you don't want to do those You have an intern much. do that, fish about in the excrement. That's right. Yeah. Speaking of um, growing up, Reese, what do you want to be when you grow up? From now. <laughs> Happy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Not me in debt, all the oh, things. You, know. you don't know what it's like to have a mortgage. That's no, right. Um, look, I would love to be free from the worries of this life, um, but look, that's not my lot. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what I want to be, Ryan. I follow my nose and there I am. Yeah. Mm. That's good. I feel like as you get older, you probably realize that it doesn't really matter what you, what you do as an occupation, you're still you and you bring yourself with you. I know that's Much kind of a profound, <laughs> profound little uh, thought, but. Um, Look, your I, hopes and dreams become different, don't they? Hmm. Especially when you realize that, like, the, you know, when your sporting heroes are 10 years younger than you. Yeah, or they're like, oh, no. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or they're starting to retire and you're their age. Like, yeah, my, yeah. my dreams of being a number one draft pick in any sport. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Maybe lawn bowls. Darts. Still on, still yeah, on. Yeah. Anyway, we uh, we thought we'd have a bit of a conversation. So this is one that we've actually wanted to do for some time. Yeah, it is. Um, just have a bit of a conversation with with some young people. And I feel like... You know, when we talk about young people, we talk about teenagers. There's a lot that you hear in the media about young people and about what they're like and about what they, you know, the challenges they face. But we actually very infrequently hear from them and get to hear from their mouths, you know, some of the concerns they hold, some of the challenges they face, um, you know, what it's like to be young today. And so we thought we'd actually just have a bit of a conversation about uh, being young and uh, everything that surrounds that. And, and, um, Man, this conversation is extremely challenging, but really beneficial. I think for both of us, we kind of walked in not really knowing what to expect, um, but ready to, I guess, receive wisdom and listen to um, some young people and their perspectives on life. And I think, you know, whether you are uh, a baby boomer, whether you're Generation X, whether you're a millennial, whatever you are, whatever age and stage of life in, I feel like we could do well by learning from one another. And um, as much as we can learn from an older generation, I think there's a lot of things we can also learn from a younger generation. Yeah, Thoughts, no Reese? Oh, yeah, I, I agree. I think, uh, I don't know what the guys that you're about to hear from, what their reflections were after the chat, but I certainly felt like I learned a bit or at least was confronted with some of the some of the easy kind of older generational tropes of just, oh, the youth of today, uh, which I don't actually know if I really believe that. You know, once, once you kind of engage with the people younger than yourselves, like I have, I probably have more to learn from them than I actually really was aware of. So yeah, I was, I was stoked that we actually got it, got to chat with them. It's really good. Yeah. So our conversation today uh, took place with us, us older folk, uh, chatting with a couple of um, our young guys from Riverview Youth. And so today you're going to hear a conversation between Reese and myself and Micah and Lizzie. So why don't you enjoy this? Well, we are here with uh, some of Riverview Youth's finest, some of our young guns. <laughs> the cream Micah, of the crop. Lizzie, hello, hello. hello. Welcome to the hello. podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Hello, Lizzie. Hello. How, How are you going? You? Oh, good. How are you? Good. Reese, yeah, doing I'm all right? right? Yeah. Just went for a ride, got my cup of coffee, got some stale lollies in front of me. Got you two. I feel like we feel like the stale ones in the room. Yeah, a little Some bit. Of the younger. That's all right. We'll, we'll, guys, we... Yeah, what's the average age in this room right now? I'll well, have to work it out. Yeah. 
You're you're bumping it up a lot. Yeah, I am. I'm definitely, <laughs> definitely nudging it. Well, hey guys, thanks for joining with us on the podcast. We obviously today wanted to have a bit of a conversation about being young, what it's like to be a teenager today, uh, like the kind of the difference between some of the generations. And we would love to just hear um, some wisdom from our youngest generation, yeah. as well as maybe share uh, a bit or two from our advice to our, a younger version of ourselves. But I thought we'd start off. We wanted to find out from you guys. A classic question, and oh, Reese and I no. already answered it go. earlier, is what do you want to be when you're older? I'm going to let you decide what older means. Micah, um, what do you want to be when you're older? <laughs> it's I'm I'm quite sure I'm set on being a doctor. Oh, wow. yes. yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's what I see myself doing. That is awesome. quite the hectic mm. goal. The brain's in the room. That is oh, that's right. That's right. Absolutely. Lizzie, what about you? Look, it changes. Um, what really is today? What do you want today? to be today? <laughs> <laughs> um, a graduate? No. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> that's a good medium term goal. I've always been um, interested in primary school teaching. Oh, cool. So something around like teaching primary school students or I've always been very keen um, in terms of like worship leading and stuff. And mm. so I would definitely like want to have that as part of my life when I'm Very good. older. Mm. Yeah, I like that, that in there as well. Raising the next generation. Oh, so the powerful. next generation raising the next generation. Very yeah. good. Very good. Well, guys, we're going to dive straight into a conversation. Reese and I, so I am, for those listeners at home, I am 28 years old. Reese, how old are you? 37. That's okay. That's okay. Micah, how old are you? I'm sitting at 17. Wow. Lizzie, how old are you? 15. 15, perfect. So yeah. the average age is is quite varied, but I'm not going to work it out on the spot. So what we <laughs> wanted to do, it, it's been a little while since Reese and I were teenagers. It feels, we, it feels like not that long ago. Yeah, I kind of still think I'm like, a kid. I don't, I, I, my age says 37, but I don't feel a day older than like 19. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to make any comments. Yeah. That's not, <laughs> guys, tell us, what, what is it like? Being a teenager today, I know that's a really broad question and it's probably not something you get asked a lot simply because people assume what it's like to be a teenager today. Mm -hmm. But tell us what it's like to be a teenager today. I know that's a a random question. Lizzie? Um, Look, I feel like being a teenager today is a lot different to being a teenager you would like say 10 years ago. In the ancient days, eh? (laughs) The olden days. Yeah. Like it's changed so much, I reckon. Mm. I even... Our youth leaders, whereas mm. teenagers, is so different to us being teenagers today. Mm. And um, I don't know, it can be very challenging, but it also is like very, like a good time. And mm. there's highs and lows. And I think that um, in certain situations, there are many challenges that we have to deal with as teenagers that, say, you guys mm, wouldn't yeah. have dealt with um, in your ages. Yeah. But you might, hey, don't, <laughs> you're no. ancient, but like... Um, but that comes with like heaps of opportunities at yeah. the same time, yeah. right? So it's a bit yeah. of a double-edged sword. Yeah. Micah, what's it like? I would, uh, Yeah, I'd say there are a lot of opportunities. It can be... Yeah. You can look at it as being hard, I guess, with like going to school and having a lot of people that aren't necessarily or don't necessarily carry the same faith we do, Mm. it can be hard to, I don't know, share the light, I guess, Mm. with a lot of people that don't believe. A lot of some people might, I don't know, yeah, but some people might belittle us or some people might, it might be hard for for us to actually go out and want to share things that we Mm. do. But as as much as it is hard, I feel like there's actually a lot of opportunities Mm. because there's, there's more people that don't know, there's more people 
to share the word with, to share the yeah. love of Jesus with. Mm, I feel good. like, yeah, it's, it's, it's got its ups and downs. Yeah. It's interesting that you guys, what you've said so far, in terms of like highs and lows and the experience yeah. of being a teenager, there, there's a, there are differences to what you guys deal with than what maybe I did or my parents de- dealt with, but we still have some kind of commonality. So it seems yeah. peculiar to me mm. in that we both, all of us in this room, have shared similar experiences of going to school, growing up, parents, mm. extracurricular activities, um, the pitfalls of social dynamics at school and wherever you are. Mm. Yep. Yet, why, why is, I'm, I'm a bit, I find it a bit puzzling that kind of older generations might kind of look down on younger generations because we share this stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. what the way the way that you talk about mm. um, being a teenager, even in the short time that we've been chatting, it seems like there's commonality between yeah. us. You know? yeah. yeah, it's like a lot of the relational, uh, a lot of the concerns and worries are actually probably the same for yeah. every single generation, yeah. but the the channel changes in right. some ways. So it's like we all struggle with the insecurity of fitting in or we all struggle with the pressures of having to do schoolwork or whatever but but that's changed over time and how that works like yeah. one of the things of, of course that's really different for you guys that we didn't have is is technologies and social mm-hmm. media and stuff like yeah. what what's that like growing up literally you know like almost being expected to be on social media and being connected all the time but at the same time not really being that connected you know if you use your little quotation marks mm-hmm. what's that like like what's it like growing up in a world um with social media being like a present reality all the time mm-hmm. and being expected to kind of be on it all the time yeah i feel like it also it's got its highs and lows like every situation does but with like technology there's always there's this set expectation or there's this set stereotype on like every like perspective in mm. um your life and like there's set expectations that you should be like ABC and that you should um be going out and doing ABC and um like the pressures that you would experience without technology like they are overwhelming but when they're on technology it's like almost you almost can't escape it right like yeah it, like it's yeah. always in your face constantly and I think that um like social media has a power to um, change your perspective on things and it also manipulates mm. like life looking so like it looks so different on social media and then mm. you're constantly having this um, like platform where you compare yourself. Mm. Um, but I think it's also powerful um, in the way that you can connect with other people who um, have the same like journeys and experiences as you um, like with technology there's like so many more diverse like mm. ways to connect with people and so many more people to connect with per se um, that you wouldn't mm. necessarily be mm. able to connect with without that technology, which mm. I think is quite um, powerful but also can be like… Kind of how you wield it, isn't it? Mm. Like, yeah. 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 What do you guys, what do, you guys do to manage that? Because I think for me, like um, if I get fed up with social media or I feel like I've been on my phone too much, I can kind of toss it away and yeah. I suppose I can just remember life before. You know, when I was at high school, I got I got my first phone when I was 15, but it was just kind of texting and yeah. texting, Snake, texting cost 20 cents, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, I was on a budget. It was, you only texted if you had to. Yeah. Um, what Do you guys feel like you can kind of ever get away from it? Is it like, or do you ever want to get away from it? Or how do you manage it if it all gets a bit too much? Because when you're on call effectively all the time, your phone's binging all the time, right. night and yeah. day. Yeah. It probably, I, I imagine, like mm. it never stops. Yeah. How, like, how do you guys 
balance practically the the pressures of like growing up and all the stuff you have and then social media on top of that do you do you have things that you do like you you put your phone somewhere for a couple of hours or you don't yeah. have it in your bedroom or you or do you just roll with it and just yeah. have it and let it be a free for all yeah i've definitely i've definitely seen the effects of spending excess time on like my phone yeah. social media and i've definitely say like it's got its fun sides to it it's got its pros but i've also seen like it can take you away from the real world and like from mm. actual mm. social interactions and like yeah. things we do when we go to youth camps we we detect and <laughs> we put our phones away so that we can really i guess communicate and get to know the people around us and i don't know get just focus on the things that are like real life yeah. and there in front of us. And I feel like, yeah, because I've seen the effects, because I've seen the benefits of, you know, detecting and actually interacting and acknowledging those that are around me, most of the time I'll just, oh, I either won't take my phone to my room or I'll, I'll try to put some sort of restriction on it. Yeah. And just, yeah, just try to just try to live in the real world, have my fun time, but just <laughs> live in the real world as much as I can. Yeah, and it's yeah. interesting because it's like whilst we assume that that's a struggle that, Oh, the next generation have grown up facing it. I think it's a struggle that we all face, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. I think it's so cool to almost hear you guys just share some wisdom that, hey, like we're aware of the fact that this can be an issue, but we're also aware of all the positives. And I feel like that's really cool. Yeah, I think yeah, the struggle totally. is often between generations, like we often perceive each other in certain ways just because yeah. mm. we didn't grow up when these people grew up. So when I look at them, I just think, oh, well, they have this easy or this is different. Right. Like how do you guys feel? Like if we were to just talk about general perceptions, how how do you guys feel that like a younger generation, Gen Z, like how are you guys perceived by older generations? What do you think they think when they see you? And you can use some stereotypes. That's totally okay. Yeah. Like what do you think they they think of when they look at you guys? Um. A lot, a lot of the things that I hear, and I, I, I can say I maybe to some to some extent agree. Is I feel like the older generation just think, I don't know. A lot of a lot of teenagers are just uh, like addicted to their phones, or yeah. like don't aren't really going out and doing things or interacting with the real world. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, although it is true to some extent, it's 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 got some. It's not it's not true in in some ways. I feel like a lot of teenagers actually don't and. Uh, a lot of teenagers are actually going out and doing a lot of the right things, but yeah, again, like 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 the stereotypes are, or children always on your on their phones. Go outside, <laughs> mm. go go, yeah. go see the real world. Go get some sun. Like <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's got some truth to it. But I feel like I feel like things aren't quite as bad as um, the older generation perceive them to be. Almost. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. What else do you think, Lizzie? Um, look, I think sometimes the older generation just like groups teenagers together as a whole and they might have had one experience with one Mm. teenager and then they like just Mm. think and generalize every teenager and so they'll be like oh yeah this teenager was really troublesome and so then all teenagers are um disrespectful and Mm. like ignorant and stuff which um like some teenagers can be but like when you really get to know some teenagers like they may come across that way but once you get to know them they're actually really good people Mm. and I feel like especially like our youth pastors, they are really good at... We paid her to say this. <laughs> <laughs> like our youth pastors, they are really good at listening and um, they don't just take young people and just first impressions. Or it, mm. Like they put effort into getting to know us and understanding us and I think mm. that's something really powerful and yeah. um, 
I think especially as a young person I really appreciate that when yeah. people are willing to actually like understand mm. like teenagers and not just generalize them in yeah. some sort of way. Yeah, it's yeah, awesome guys. And I feel like that's even some reason for us doing this podcast is because I think we're so aware of a lot of the perceptions of young people that are yeah. out there. And I yeah. think we thought what a good opportunity just to mm. actually sit down and chat with some of you guys and mm. I guess get to understand some of the unique pressures, some of the unique things, some of the things mm. that you guys are really excited about for yeah. your generation yeah. and some of the ways really that us as an older generation can actually help and support and empower yeah. rather than kind of just throw stones right. from the other right. side. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you Pipe down. <laughs> yeah. Any thoughts, Reese? like in terms of like perceptions for these younger guys? Like what are they battling against that maybe we didn't, you reckon? I mean, I think every... Every generation when you're past, like when you're kind of, when you when you move into kind of middle age, you I feel like you you immediately think that the generation below you, who the younger generation are, are it's like the worst. They're dealing with yeah. the worst stuff that it ever has been, yep. mm. you know. But if mm. I look back to my, my parents' generation and my grandparents who kind of, you know, through World War II, it looked down on my parents who kind of grew mm. up in the 60s and were yep. kind of like, oh, the, the world is, oh, it's all going to end because of this generation. But it kind of, it's never, it never eventuates. Yeah. Right. There's always almost like um, regeneration and renewal and hope that comes from the younger generation. Mm. Right. But I also wonder if um, the, the gap between the current young generation and generations that are older, um, it's almost like there's an inability to almost speak the common language and so I, mm. I as a 37 year old find it difficult to sometimes um talk with or bridge that gap with um teenagers because yeah. i'm like oh, what, what have we got in common what what can mm. i talk mm. about you know they're kind of they seem so bright-eyed and just like <laughs> yeah. ready to attack the world and i'm so beaten down by the world and so like oh if only they knew what it was like to have a mortgage you know all of the <laughs> stuff that like it's and you just kind of buy into the 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 well trodden kind of parts and just right. kind of almost get a bit defeatist about it, mm. but but I I do think there is a lot to learn from kind of like the the hope and the renewal that comes from that is actually kind of coming through. It's like and mm. that's something that kind of me I'm not that old that much older than you guys, but something that I can learn because immediately already I can tell through chatting with you guys that we do have common ground. Right. Yeah. You know there there's not whatever the barriers are between us in many respects, they're just kind of imaginary, really. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think the learning is often expected for from younger people to older people. You know, you're expected to yeah. learn from older, but but actually sometimes it doesn't often go the other way. Right. And uh, we don't actually let our young people inspire us to be better ourselves. I think part of that just comes from the fact that as as maybe an older generation, we all look back to when we were your age and we think to ourselves because of where we are in life now, I knew so little. Mm. But that's literally because now you've got 15 years of yeah. living life. And yeah. so we look at you guys and think, oh, well, when I was that age, I, I was being an idiot. So I'm going to assume that of you and just like plant, plunk it all mm. together. And I just feel like that's so unhelpful yeah, yeah. because it also doesn't actually empower our young people to be the best they can be. Yeah. But I think when we do that, it probably does come from a, a good place. Like we actually just want you as young people to to be the best you can be and to succeed. Yep. But for whatever reason, we don't it's always get that right. It's something that I kind of, I feel like your generation are more inclusive than any generation I've yeah. seen in the in the 
four or five generations that I can kind of see through my life, you know. Mm. Um, the the inclusivity and the hope and the ability to articulate what it is that you are that you care about yeah. and yeah. feel deeply about. Yeah. Whereas I don't know if anyone when I was at high school ever really cared about anything other than yeah. playing rugby and going out on Friday, Saturday night. Mm. But it seems like you guys, um, your generation to, I'm, I hope I'm not lumping all teenagers yeah. together, Lizzie, no, no. but it seems like by, by and large young people today are much more able to articulate the things that oh, they definitely. care about. Yeah. Um, and But I wonder if that's also kind of, again, another double, double-edged sword as a Christian because um, society these days wants you to tell them what it is you think about a certain issue. Yeah. You know, and they want you to kind of put your flag in the sand and say, where are you on this particular mm-hmm. thing and where are you here? And as a Christian, often we've been talking on the podcast, it's hard to kind of sometimes the the big issues that you might um, debate or that might be in society, it's yeah. often not as clear cut. How do you find that as young people? Like obviously there's issues of inclusion and yeah. um, things in society that you guys obviously care about and it's not just for adults to care about. So yeah. mm. what do you what do you guys think about that whole thing? Um, I think, like, I agree with you. We do live in this society these days where opinions are voiced more um, Mm. openly and honestly and um, conversations are had around, like, those things and that the world is very inclusive. And I think that's got to do with, like, how society has developed so quickly over, like, the past 10 years. Like, I know Mm. when you were, like, teenagers, like, the world wasn't, as Everything moves slower, I think, yeah, yeah, totally. because of technology and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, where these days there's like so many big… Viral like, things, right? Viral mm. things and world mm. problems and mm. like um, issues and that also like opens opportunities to be able to voice your opinions more. Mm. Um, and I think that can be both positive and negative. Like, yeah, that… Um, helps you to like be able to talk more openly about like your beliefs and your relationship and stuff but it also like like your relationship with Jesus but it also can be negative when um you are honest about your opinions because there's also a large amount of judgment in our world Mm -hmm. as well like yeah it's very inclusive but it also can be very judgmental as well Mm -hmm. um and I think that also um stops young people from sharing about their faith because they have that fear of being faced with judgment Mm. or um, being like excluded because of it. Um, But I, I just use that. I struggle with that, especially Mm. like um, that you worry that you're like going to be judged and stuff, but also Mm. I like use that as a challenge within me to be able um, Mm, to be honest Mm. and open about your faith because if Jesus was here, that's what he would do. And um, like you want to live like Jesus in this world. And mm. although there's judgment and there's hurt, there's also equality and honest opinions. And I think mm. um, that both of those things, they do sort of balance out sometimes. Yeah, it's good. But, yeah, yeah, I feel like it's hard as well because the the pressure on you guys, I think as young people, is also to like – to care about every issue and yeah. agree and mm-hmm. and if and agree with every issue and even if you're not sure where you land on stuff or you're like I mean you're you're only like one person right and right. so how can I care about this issue and this issue and this yeah. issue and this issue and have all these opinions about stuff and it's actually just a bit overwhelming right mm-hmm. but I feel like the really encouraging thing when I look at like these younger guys is that whilst 
maybe there's still disagreement in the world and there's still uncertainty around certain issues and whatnot. Like I feel like when I look at you guys, the encouraging thing is I think you love better than any other generation has. Yeah. Like in terms of, you know, like, you know what, I might not agree with you about this, this and this, but I'm actually still going to love you well. Yeah. Right. And for whatever reason, maybe we couldn't do as older generations. Mm. And, and I'm lumping all older generations yeah. in uh, there as well. But I feel like you guys have an incredible ability to still like come shoulder to shoulder with people and love them really well. Yeah. Like how does that how does that work, right? Like if, you know when you disagree with people or you might not share the same beliefs as yeah. people. Yeah. How like how do you guys go about loving them well? Um I recently uh most 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 things that have come up most this whole idea of being inclusive opens up curiosity, I feel like. Yeah. And it opens up like the opportunities to have discussions and most of the big things that happen in the world, like discussions will start in school. People of different beliefs, people of different sides, different opinions mm. will often like tend to conversate. And then I, I see I see that it's doing a lot of good things. Like people will say, Oh, like a common example that I see that actually had, um, we had a small small debate sort of thing at school. Mm. It was the idea with uh, how Christians um, use religion as an excuse to, I I think they were saying be homophobic. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And then this this idea came up and we were having a discussion and the main the main religion that was like, People said use this whole like, like their religion as being as an excuse to be homophobic was Christians. It was mainly directed mm. at, at Christians, and a lot of everyone at school knows me. You know, I I tend to talk about my faith. I tend to share my faith. And then there was, this discussion happened: is, is this true? Is this how yeah. Christians feel? Are mm. you all homophobic? And then through this opportunity, through this happening, I I was able to actually tell them no. This is not how we feel. Yeah, that's mm. like we 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 actually love everyone. That yeah. that is what yeah. Jesus said. Jesus didn't say hate these people, hate this group of people. Jesus said to love all. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel like it's through these viral or controversial issues that are like mm. that are, that arise that um opportunities um actually occur for us to yeah. in a loving manner share our faith and share the that's truth awesome, of right. what Jesus actually is. I feel like that's that's the cool thing is it, I don't know what it is, but it's only about our younger generations that that have a, a greater ability to dialogue with one another mm. and um, be in the same room and talk about it, even if you're on the other sides of the yeah. spectrum, yep. which maybe a, an older generation really struggled to do because for whatever reason, we've almost just given up on each other. Like right. it's like yeah. we don't agree, so that's it. We'll just leave it there how, and part how, ways. How much of it do you think is, um, I mean, you guys – almost don't have a choice about like being in proximity with one another on a daily basis. Yeah. So it's like you you have to exist together. Yeah. Mm. Whereas I, if I have beef with someone about, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, the American presidential election or something oh, like God. that, yeah. I can just be like, stuff you, you don't agree with me. Yeah. I'm, right. At worst, I'm going to see you in the church foyer or I might see you at Coles. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, whatevs. Mm. You know, whereas you guys mm. still have the benefit of, of being in close proximity and so you're using that as an opportunity to practice the dialogue yeah. and the yeah. and leaning into it rather than kind of just flipping the bird to one mm. another you know mm. because you have a yeah. difference of opinion or because different religion or a different take on something mm. yeah yeah that's yeah, uh, awesome yeah. thought we'd mix it up a little bit now and what mm. we'd do is if we want to hear some wisdom from you in a sec but we thought we'd actually share some random thoughts uh from ourselves and i, I was talking to reese earlier and we were saying what is it Asking the question, what is it that we would share 
with a 16-year-old version of ourselves. So if it wasn't you guys sitting behind the mics right there and it was actually a younger version of us, what would we want to say to us? And then what we want to hear from you guys is actually what you would say to an older version of yourself. Right. Uh, because we actually want to hear the insights that you have. Like, what yeah. is it that you hope to be when you're older? Um, Reese, you might even have a thought on an older version of yourself as well. <laughs> well older, Reese, older what would you tell a 16-year-old version of you? Cheer up, Charlie. No. Uh, um, I was I was quite an angsty 16-year-old. And it's not that <laughs> it's not that I would – I'm quite an angsty dude now, so not much has changed. Um, but I think I would – I. I felt like looking back, I spent so much time stewing on stuff yeah. that actually kind of I was never really able to enjoy the moment I was in because I was always fretting mm. about something. Mm. And it was never really about important stuff like um, <laughs> things that I really loved or, uh, I don't know, school or something. It was always about external stuff that was never really the point in the moment. And so I think I would say to myself, look, Feel the feelings, but don't let it ruin your day. You know, yeah. there's there's good stuff out there and you actually can be happy. Mm. You can enjoy the moment you're in. You don't need to spend your whole time so tightly wound up <laughs> that you're yeah. basically anyone prods you and you just explode, you know, <laughs> a whole into a fireball of emotions. So I think that that's what I would kind of say to myself, mm. basically with a view to kind of lightening up a little bit. And mm. That might sound kind of obvious, but um, but when I reflect on it, like, yeah, yeah, that's right on. I used to hate it when I was 16 when people would say, you could you could smile, you know, why don't you just cheer up a bit? I'm just like, shut up. But but now I you know, I think my mother was onto something. So would you tell that. yourself to shut up if you if you told yourself to be more cheery? Probably. Probably You'd get yeah. your advice to yourself. Yeah. Like, I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I was thinking about it and I for, here's some practical advice for a younger version of myself or if you guys want to take it on board. Here's your practical advice. Mm. Set up a budget and start putting <laughs> some money aside each week. Man, wow. I, so here's here's the thing. I had an illegal job at McDonald's. Well, it's, oh. you know, it questionable. Was probably legal ethically time. questionable. I was 12 years old. Oh, I had to stand on a little box and, and I served people at the McDonald's. And, man, so I started working when I was 12 years old and – as Cash I've money. gotten older, I've barely got anything to show for it because I just like, look, I lived a great life as a teenager. I'd go out, I'd sh- shout people <laughs> stuff at the canteen. You do have to enjoy life. Look, you need to enjoy life, but put aside like 10 bucks a week even and you'll be grateful when you're my age that you did. Yeah. Anyway, that's Think about how <laughs> far ahead you'd be in your superannuation right that's now. That's right. Wow. That's right. Anyway, I was thinking, okay, a bit more, bit more, less practical, more serious. I would probably have told a younger version of myself to um, learn, don't worry about like all the other stuff in life. Like it's all going to happen. You're going to learn stuff. You're going to be okay. But actually just take the time to learn actually a bit about yourself and the way that God's made you and the way that he's wired you. And like learn to be okay with the way that God has created you. So like begin to actually understand, oh, okay, what is it that I'm actually really passionate about? What is it that I really love doing? And kind of take the time to do the like, self-discovery stuff Mm. Mm. Uh, because all of the facts, all of the other stuff around the world, all the information is all well and good. But if I don't know how to like, we were talking about it the other day, Reese. like it's like a computer. you got to process code, right? Mm. And it like all of what's on our computer screens at the moment, this is a really um, layman's understanding. Wow. It's like zeros and ones. It's all codes, right? (laughs) But the thing is you need something to actually process that. And I feel like 
in my life, I've begun to realize that I've learned a lot of things about the world, but actually learning about yourself and understanding how you're wired is actually helps you process the other yeah. stuff that you learn. Yep. So I wish I kind of did that a little bit earlier. I wish I took the time out to actually understand who I was a bit more and be okay with it, not trying to be someone else, but like go, mm. this is how God's wired me. Yeah. And you know what? I'm actually okay with that. And that means that, you know, this kind of career path that I wanted to go down probably actually doesn't really fit with how I'm created. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I was told you can do anything you want. Well, probably, I probably should. I want to go to Mars. Uh, yeah, I probably shouldn't because I'm not really well wired for that. So like I would have probably um, just encouraged myself to like be okay with who you are and, and learn who you are mm. and then let that kind yeah. of shape how you interact with the world around you. Mm. Guys, good, what, would, what, would you, what would you tell an older version of yourself? This is just wisdom sharing all around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what, do you, what, do you, what do you hope to be like when you're kind of late 30s, 40s, you know? I've given it some thought. I, I now as being a 17-year-old, being a teenager, still got a, still got a lot of time, still got a long life to live. But I've, I find it really like encouraging or helpful when like an older person uh, like gives me advice or tells me like what they, what they did, what they struggled with or mm. how they think I should approach certain situations in my life so yeah as it as we say um with age comes wisdom with age comes responsibility mm. i'd say as i grow as i learn more just to just to be open to the younger generations just to be willing to share to mm. have a heart yeah. to help those that are younger and as well as that that's that's the more serious side but like like people say with age comes responsibility still still i'll, I'll tell myself to live a little like yeah. <laughs> just because you, you're older, you've yeah, you've got a family, you've yeah, got responsibilities, but yeah, still have a good time. That's, that's the main thing. Yeah. I'm that's taking cool. notes right now. That's, <laughs> that, that first one though, that's like quite profound and quite challenging. Because yeah. I think yeah. the to be honest, the assumption is that you don't want to hear from an older generation, and I don't yeah. know why that assumption exists. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like the assumption is. But I, I think you guys don't want to just hear someone shouting at you. you actually, want to hear authenticity. Yeah, and you want to hear like. Mm us be real about, man, when I was younger, I wish I did this. As opposed to, when I was your age, I didn't do that. Yeah. Like yeah. you actually want someone to be real with you. And yeah. I feel like that's kind of both encouraging and challenging because I yeah. probably wasn't expecting that, man. Yeah. Like yeah. I wasn't expecting you to say, I want to actually share my wisdom with younger people mm. yeah. because I I want them to do that for me. Yeah. Like that's, that's awesome. Mm. Lizzie, what would you tell an older version of yourself? Oh, look, I have no clue. Um, Just... Don't stress, don't sweat the small stuff because like honestly, uh, not that I'm old or anything, but I've got like, what, a year and a bit left of school and it literally I was thinking about it today driving home. I was like, how fast has that gone? Mm. Like mm. even thinking about how fast high school's gone, just like imagine how fast the next 10 years is going to yeah. go. And yeah. so my thing is I'm like, yeah, like times can be pretty stressful, but also just like. I don't know. Give your brain a break sometimes. Have yeah. fun. Um, like if something doesn't go to plan, like take it in your stride. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yep. don't make a big like kerfuffle about it. Like, yeah, something doesn't go your way, but yep. let's make that a good thing and mm. um, build on it. You That's know? Awesome. Mm. Mm. And so I think mm. just remain positive and <laughs> yes. just try to… Positive vibes, eh? Positive yeah. Vibes, yes. uh, it's good. Reese, what would you tell an older version of yourself? <laughs> like a 75-year-old. Yeah, yeah. Like grandpa Reese. Oh, man. Well, I would probably tell myself to probably… There, there was there was a an ad back in New Zealand about um, 
you know, the, the later transitions in life. And, and the, the tagline was making smart moves at the right time. Mm. And so I, I, mm. I hope that the older I get, I can kind of have a little bit of foresight down the path yeah. without being so focused and boggled by it. Mm. So when I'm like 60, I can be like, okay, in 15 years I probably, in 10 years I probably need to start thinking about kind of when I become less mobile. So what am I going to do now to, mm. to look mm. at that? And then when I'm yeah. 70 being like, okay, in 10 years I'm potentially going to be staring down the barrel of some kind of a kiss. <laughs> what am I doing yeah. now? Which is like… It's, thinking it's, ahead. Well, yeah. It's like, and that might be a little bit kind of… Um, I hope it doesn't sound morbid. Maybe that's a lesson for anyone in life. It's kind of like keep your eye on what's happening next. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be yeah, yeah. so yeah. frightened by it or so, oh, crap, this is a big change for me, mm. um, that it prevents you from enjoying the moment. But, but you know, kind of try and see a little bit down, you mm. know, 5Ks ahead of you. Yeah, you know. that's that's some good sage wise advice. It's hard because you never really know what's going to come down the pike. Like I, I had no idea that I'd end up here, you know, in Perth. Yeah, and so here you are. Here I am. You know, who would have thought? You know, <laughs> uh, and and it might be the same for you guys. You guys in ten years might will probably look back, or maybe not. But you might look back and be like, man, who would have thought? Yeah, remember that the, podcast that everyone was telling years. about my plans? <laughs> you know, like so so different than what I expected mm-hmm. it to yeah. be. You know, but yeah. but that's. It's almost par for the course, really, isn't it? Mm. You know, life happens. We it all really grow does. up. What What do you guys think? Like we were talking about this the other day. What do you guys think it means to be young? Because I feel mm. like, like you said, Reese, kind of jokingly, but like I, you know, I'm 28, so I'm not, I'm not old, but I, I genuinely still feel like I joke to my nephews that I'm still a kid, and they're like, "No, yeah. hey, you're a grown up," and I'm like, <laughs> "Well, you're an old." I know I look like a grown up, but <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm still a kid. Like, what do you guys think? It means to be young. Like, is that is it an age thing? Is it genuinely like a, an attitude to life? Like, what kind mm. of what does it mean to be young? I don't think being young has an age limit. You know what I mean? Like, I think it does depend on your attitude. Like, I know, like some young people can be so caught up in like the stresses of mm. life, and they forget like to be young. You know what I mean? Mm. But um. I do think it's got to do with attitude more than it does with age. Like, yeah, your bones may be a little more tired and you may not be able to jump as long as you can. You can't go mosh. to bounce for as long as I once did. Can't mosh for as – can't maintain the mosh pit for as no, long as no, praise no, no. goes. <laughs> but I do think it's your mindset that mm. um, really determines how you live your life and how um, being young comes across. Mm. Um in terms of like mm. thoughts, Micah. Mm. Yeah, I just feel like my my opinion on what being young is is just just li- going with the flow. Yeah, just <laughs> just oh, living right. every day like one day at a time, not not worrying too much, not being not necessarily being careless, but not like being overstressed yeah. for the future. But just yeah, just enjoying life as it goes. As mm. all the little things that happen, just cherish them because I've learned recently that time really does go quick. Yeah. <laughs> like I remember starting youth and now I've not got long left. Mm. But So yeah, just every little moment or goes every so day. Fast. Yeah, everything. Just, just cherish cherish the moment. Mm. Yeah, that's a big thing. It's interesting kind of circling back around to what we started talking about with the technology stuff. I, and I kind of wonder if that's a, a glimpse into what it means to be young. Not the technology itself, but it's almost as if 
when you get older, if you remain open to new technology, even though you might not be able to grasp it all, you're at least opening yourself to a new experience Mm. to be able to… Living in the moment. To have a common thing that the rest of the world has, whether it be a phone or a laptop or an internet connection or Netflix or whatever it is, even if you're older, because the moment that you close yourself off to that thing, you stay still and the world just keeps on running. Yeah. Mm. And so that's when the that's when you officially almost get old when mm. you refuse to be open to a mm. new experience or yeah. a new thing that comes along. Yeah. Um it's not that you have to run at the same pace but it's almost like an approach to life. Mm. Yeah. It's like no that's not for me or I'm not going to try that food or yeah, not being No, I'm not I'm I'm yeah. not going to move away from this suburb I've lived here and I'm going to die here, you know that type mm. of stuff, you know. Right. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like with that as well just comes an element of hope and optimism. Like yeah. I, I feel like I'm still pretty hopeful and optimistic, which I'm glad I am. Um, but I remember when I was 18, I probably had the most, like nothing was impossible. Mm. And I had high hopes and high dreams. And I think I still have them to some extent. Maybe they're a little more grounded in the reality in which I live knowing how much things cost and this, you know, like all of that kind of stuff. But I feel like there's a, like you said, you know, bright-eyed hope that is in young people. I feel like maybe some of us older folk could probably hold on to some of that. Well, you you look at people like Ma and Pa Reed in in our church community. Mm. Dave is quite old. Mm. He's got MND. Yeah. He's he seems like he's been around forever, but you see him walking down the aisle at church yeah, on a Sunday awesome, with his walking frame and he's just got the spark in his eye. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel That's like awesome, man, mate. he's the youngest one. Yeah, here. yeah. Yeah. You know? And so I, I almost like I look at him and I feel like I'm the elderly one, you know. Because <laughs> he's just like he's just pinging down the aisle and chatting with people. And I think, man, that that's the kind of optimism and hope that I can kind of Yeah. Like I, I, I like a bit more of that, you know. Mm, the world is in good hands, eh? Mm. Reese, we don't normally do this on the podcast, but would you would you just pray for yeah, our young guys yeah, and for the, the next gen as a whole? You know, not all of them, not many of them maybe are, are listening to the podcast. <laughs> but I feel like even as late thirties people listening to the podcast, even as even as older yeah. people and as younger people, I feel like we could do a better job at mm. actually praying for one another as well. Because I feel yeah. like that helps our hearts actually be open and be hopeful for the future. Mm. Yeah, let's do it, Lord. We. We're sitting here before you now in this room and talking about what it means to be young and I suppose what it means to, to, to live. And sometimes life can be a lot, whether you're old or whether you're young, but particularly for uh, Lizzie and Micah and anyone who might be listening, anyone who's out there pretty much, Lord, we trust them into your hands mm-hmm. and say that we love what they bring to our lives and sometimes we might not really know how to show that. <laughs> so um, as you foster them and grow them and bring them human flourishing, Lord, bring them great experiences and growth and all the good things that come with life, may we as older crew learn from them and be open mm-hmm. to them mm-hmm. and champion them and support them and not write them off and not lump them together and not – um, blame them for things um, but that we would actually kind of do what we can to get behind them and in the same way that you would I mean like I think I look back over my life and I see your hand on my life yeah. in many many different places and I'd like to think that 
young people would look back on their lives and be like, oh, this person supported me and that person and that group supported me. Mm. And so, Lord, would you empower us both as young people to kind of grow up and and be um, upstanding kind of members of society and us who are a bit further down the track to support them and mm-hmm. and be uh, be their greatest champions. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Well, thanks for joining us today. That was a great time. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, as usual, if you want to reach out to us, uh, send us an email at podcast at riverviewchurch.com.au. Anything else Riverview Church related, hop on the website, riverviewchurch.com.au. And on social media, we're on there. The uh, handle is at Riverview Online. And uh, in light of today's conversation, of course, we've been chatting with teenagers and we're aware that for teenagers to find a... Um, you know, safe community and a place that they can belong and grow um, and advance in faith is sometimes challenging. And so honestly wanted to just encourage you, if you have teenagers of your own or if you're a teenager, to really embed yourself into community, whether that's um, with us at Riverview Church, we have Riverview Youth that runs every Friday night at the school term or just your local church. Most local churches have a youth community that you can belong to. And um, we'd just really love to encourage you to um, you yourself as a teenager get planted in in good community or um, maybe as a parent, maybe encourage your teenager to find good community because it's so, so important. Well, thanks for joining with us. Until next time, keep having conversations.